0: Ladies and gentlemen, there we go. We're live. We're live. It's working. We're live on Twitch. <laughs> we're good. It only took uh, 678 hours, mm. but it looks like we're live.
1: We're live. So how's, we're alive. how's it going over there, friend? Uh, good now. Good now. Welcome.
0: I, oh. just, I've never seen anything like that before in my life.
1: Yeah. Well, you th- I mean, every look, you think we'd get used to technical difficulties hitting the show every time we come back from a month's long, uh, hiatus, but we do that no, so you fi- often. We do that so often. We should be good at it by now.
0: Yeah. You figure we'd be fucking good. Except for the thing is, is that we're, uh, we're bad.
1: Well, it's just also just reliant. This, you know, first time using a new, uh, new tech.
0: Yeah, it's, it fucking blows. Where? Yeah. I'm going to go. I just, I just like, I don't know why they have to make everything so fucking difficult, but yeah. it just, it feels like, it feels like they do it on purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like it's difficult on purpose. Um, so we decided that we were going to, We're going to try using something new, see what it looks like. Uh, I actually like it better in the preview that we have, where it looks like our video is vertical, because on the actual stream, it's not. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying, uh, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, especially Um, because we have, like, we had those, like, the borders.
0: We did have the borders, which I can't, I don't think I can. Access ads. via
1: this, which, yeah. you know, it's more annoying that the fact that it's formatted for us to use them in there rather than the formatting on here. Like if it was formatted like this, what we're looking at, I would understand it.
0: Correct. So it's like, yeah. Why does it keep doing that? I've just, I've, I've pretty much had it with all technology, but here's the thing, here's the most important thing. The most important thing at this point is, it's that we're back. We're back. We're here, we're ready to record, we're ready to talk about things. A lot has happened since we recorded our last episode.
1: When was the last episode we recorded? When was the last time we recorded?
0: Nine months ago. Was it about? It was. It, it was. Uh... I've lived out here for nine months. So let us go through the past nine months. So real quick, we haven't recorded an episode in at least nine months. I feel Which, like it was this, around this, Oscar time. it was around yeah. Oscar time.
1: It's around Oscar time. This is basically our um our new baby. This yeah, 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 totally new
0: baby. Things are different now.
1: Yeah, nine months in the womb, and here we are again. So
0: nine months ago, I was out here uh, as part of a kind of like a job interview. Mm-hmm. And we, we covered the Oscars live from the street.
1: We were on the street. We were on the street. We
0: were on the street out front of the Dolby Theater for the Oscars, which then quickly, as the night went on, became became a crime scene.
1: <laughs> it was a crime scene. We did investigate it afterwards.
0: Right? We watched the
1: Oscars out here. And That's it. <laughs> that know, was like nine months it's later. Been a, it's been a year. Uh, it's been about a year. I think it's time we finally had the, the Oscar slab discussion.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think now is a good time. We could talk about it. Um, I think, I think looking back on it, the slabs really kind of funny. Um, because like we were gonna, we talked about the Oscars. I had not watched a lot and then I was going to come out here. The Oscars were going to happen. Then we were going to do a recap. Then the slap happened, and the takes that happened directly after the slap were the worst takes in the history of the planet. When people were like, like when Judd Apatow said he could have killed him, it was like,
1: what? So we actually just we 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 decided there were um, too many takes, too many takes, and we were so, not going to get caught in that. So we so we so we took we took time off. Um, now we've come back, and I mean this is what I call it now. It's, it's too many take season, you know, awards. Way too many take season. I think it's just, it it comes, it it comes right after flu season. People get the flu and then, and then they get the old take bug and there's just, there's too many takes. We said, you know what? We're going to have to just come in and join it. So, so
0: one of, one of the, one of the biggest changes is that you're a husband now. I'm a husband. Yeah.
1: Um, You got married.
0: married. He married our, our earthquake expert. Um, yeah. It was fantastic. It was a beautiful wedding. It was wonderful. I got to be there. I was one of the best men. It was great. It was fantastic. It was awesome. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I know we talked about it afterwards, but it was it was great. It was, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. It was beautiful. It was back in New Jersey. It was great. Now, the other thing that's changed here is that um, if I open the blinds right here, outside of that window is los angeles yeah, like same the same the we, same sky i'm looking at that's what know. i'm saying uh, not on the same the, moon that would be impossible yeah we're in the, the same the, yeah same time we're zone. In the same, yeah same time zone um it's funny that we're both in la now we're 12 miles apart and we're still recording virtually um but i've been in la since may so nine months i've been out here um there's been a million things going on, work, new job, uh. But finally, finally, we have the chance to record the podcast. Sorry, I was looking at the preview on Twitch, and it looked like I was frozen, so I froze in real life. Hmm.
1: Hi, Nikki. Art, art imitates life; life imitates art. Yeah, it's my sister-in-law in the chat. You know what I mean? What? Sister-in-law is in the chat. um, Something we still need to figure out is... Because another change that has happened, which, I mean, we've sort of been doing... The past times we've recorded have been also Twitch streams, is... We have no idea, really, how this is going to sound. I think we've only ever posted one episode that we recorded live. So, we don't really know how this is going to sound in the podcast uh, format.
0: Yeah, we're not sure. But I like the idea of doing it on Twitch, because even if it's a small group that, that watches when we do it, it's nice to be able to have that kind of interaction with someone. Um, and if no one shows up, it doesn't matter because we would have been recording alone anyway.
1: Right. And I think, I think there are some episodes based on what we're talking about where, you know, the chat itself, the live chat is going to drive, um, just how the podcast flows. More so than others. There might be times where it's like, you know what, the chat interacting isn't necessarily going to even if they're in the chat saying stuff, it might not navigate how we how we do things. Whereas there's other topics that are a little bit more interactive and um it's also cool. It's like you get like a little mailbag, you can get like live questions, you know, some podcasts. Yeah, which is, which is- we're to do mailbag episodes. We do it in real time.
0: Which is which is super nice. And the other thing, though, I think that should be noted is that in the absence in the absence of doing the live streams and recording the podcast is TikTok. We started using TikTok, and I started doing it as just kind of a way of we're not doing the podcast. Let's keep it going somewhere on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did talk to our, our our youngest brother here, and he I'm like we're back, and he's like ask Jared what other podcasts he's thinking maybe could be revitalized at the same time. Like, are we bringing anything else back to life? Like, you know, what, what's the game plan here?
1: So he's trying to get back in. He's trying to get back on the spot.
0: I, I, think, I, I think that your, I think the soccer podcast, I think Footy Do should be a TikTok. I posted one soccer clip of Olivier Giroud, a clip from years ago onto our TikTok. And it blew it 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 got views. So okay, I think I we should go to, that way.
1: We yeah, I've always like before we get to the question. The question? The the question? Uh huh. Yeah. Um yeah, that's something I would I would do. I've always wanted to like my idea if we ever were to bring back the soccer podcast, not that necessarily our listeners of this care too much about it, but um was to like get a following yeah, whether it be on TikTok or on Twitter and just like me and Zach would get an individual following talking about that type of stuff. You know, whether we had our own separate accounts just to talk about uh, soccer, and then use that to sort of boost up a podcast. Um, but even like TikTok, that'd be something we started just talking about stuff on TikTok, and then decided, oh, we want to start recording actual podcasts now that there's a bit of a following. There's something there, um, you know. Until of course uh, TikTok gets banned in the United States.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, I, you know, they're always like, "Oh yeah, we're being spied on by the the Chinese response
1: It's like, it whatever. Fucking, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you know but what I mean. Is, yeah, but hey, look, look, this is this is a, very much. A, I think with what we're talking about here, it's an LA episode. It's gonna be. It is an be, LA
0: like, episode.
1: There's gonna be there's gonna be episodes that I think are far more live feeling. Correct. Then other ones that might feel like, oh, this is, even if it's on Twitch, it's going to feel a lot more just like, oh, you're watching a, a podcast recording live. Whereas yeah. this is kind of a live, I feel like an LA episode is like, this is more going to be of a live show format. Also, we got to kind of get back into the group things.
0: That's it. We got to, we got to revamp up. I know we've already talked about ideas where we want to do kind of, we want to do more stuff on location because- there's a lot more locations out here that we can visit and go to and, and whether we're going to do just make, we'll do TikTok content based on that on, on different locations or whether we're going to do, I don't know, short form kind of change shit for YouTube or whatever there, but we
1: like well, yeah, to that's, address that. No, no, I'm holding off on the question because I know what, I know what my wife is doing in the chat um, because she knows the answer to that question. Um before we get into any questions. Um, okay. Yeah, like so how you've how how you're different since the last time we recorded. You're a bit of a you know, you're a bit of a content creator. You've been posting a lot of TikToks. You've been getting a lot of content uh, out there.
0: I I've talked about this before, I think. I don't know if we've yeah. done it on here. So you know, obviously I have uh my alter ego. H breezy, You know we stream games uh, over on my other Twitch channel, and that's kind of when it was like streaming is a lot of fun when you can have people come in and interact. It's also just fun to do it, I think. Um, but that was kind of like that. Cue the banter was always that. That's what it was there for. We started in Jersey. We recorded some together because we call each other. Oh, you should see this. You should watch it. We watch it. And that's what it was. And now, then it was, it worked out because now we were on separate coasts. Different coasts. It was time for me and you to hang out. Um, I think the cool thing now, though, is that it's, we can actually physically hang out and make content on that. But then we can also do this stream. And it's, oh, next time we're going to do this stream live from Hollywood Boulevard. Right. We'll go to all the touristy shit and do whatever. We'll talk to people on the street if we... Want to, mm-hmm. you know, once we once we figure out what the best way to do that and film that is, we kind of want to do this every way possible. Um, But I think actually a lot of the a lot of the TikTok stuff started with like uh, smoking and watching movies and doing quick movie reviews. And I was like, this is good. People seem to like this. I, I know it's go, not a
1: lot. Did you go back? I did go, did you go back, back and me. watch my, my watched, Axel Ridge. But I watched your Midway review. So far, the movie is mid
0: and everywhere. Thanks, At, thanks. That's what I mean. Nice and simple, but it was out there. Yeah. Um But I, I will say the people want to know what's the last movie you watched. Hold on! Don't answer it. Don't answer it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before I, before I do, because I will say you you've got uh, bigger on the on the you know live Twitch. You got the TikTok going. I've decided to. I've started making TikToks now uh-huh. for the account. But the way I've, you know, the past few months, I've been, I've been knee deep in in tape, you know, I listen to, yeah, I've been listening. I I listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, taking notes, kind of in the film, kind of in the film room of the podcast world. Oh, the podcast, the podcast film room. Okay. Right. So I I feel like I'm just like, I kind of know what to do here. Uh You know, I think I finally know how to record a podcast. So I, I just think that's i think I think we're doing pretty good i think we're i think we're gonna i think the new version of this show is gonna be pretty similar to what we used to do but I think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be better I think we're gonna be we're be having fun
0: i think it's i think this i think being together both being out here i think allows us to to be better yeah but also I think that we can also do so it's hey let's go visit this today let's go visit that today Even me, I was at doing my job, which is not in the film industry the other day. And I'm walking on the floor to look for someone. What are they doing? They're shooting a TV show or shooting a movie at the hospital that I represent. Um, I, for the life of me, couldn't find anybody from IOTC. That's all I wanted because I wanted to know if the workers I represent at this hospital in Burbank go on strike in August, can I have your support? Will you guys help us out? If we're on strike that week, we you not film here? So I was looking for IATSE people everywhere. I'm like, is there I- IATSE people? Are you IATSE? The guy's like, I'm not. I'm like, is it a union shoot? He's like, I saw a Teamster. And I'm like, all right, I- what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I, not saw, I saw a
1: Teamster. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, come on. So that, here's, to be fair, that's how I would have answered the question. I, but I mean, I'm an it's, idiot. The, it's,
0: it, it's the right way to answer. So here's yeah. the thing What is the last movie that you watched?
1: Uh, The last movie that I watched. Uh-huh. Um, it dug deep into how okay. um, war and combat really affects how we view all the problems in our life. Uh, there's this character who's forced with a problem that has nothing to do with their training. And okay. the only way they know how to deal with things is in like a a strict military environment. Drill okay. Sergeant. Um, and I thought the movie t- didn't really touch on any of that. It was uh, the Vin Diesel movie, The Pacifier. Um, That's the last movie you watched
0: was The Pacifier?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: I didn't know if you watched anything since you saw Magic Mike. Um, So I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Magic Mike, to which I had Pony by Genuine queued up, which is playing right now. You should have. have, So what are your, your wife loves the pacifier.
1: Yeah, it's been one that she's wanted me to watch for the longest time. Um, We we have now uh, a list, a list. A notepad, 20 different things, and we roll a D and D dice. And we roll to see what we watch. If, I like that. If, so pacifier. We did it the other night and we rolled the pacifier, but she wasn't ready to watch that. So, I think there should be
0: can... another dice. Okay. There should be another dice. Um so you have what movie to watch. And mm-hmm. then the other dice is what language to watch it in.
1: What and language then the uh... Yeah,
0: and then the other dice is what language the subtitle should be in. So you could end up watching, let's just pick a movie. You could end up watching Ed uh, TV in Portuguese with German subtitles.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Think about what a wild got, ride got, that yeah. would be. Oh, I got, yeah, I, got, I got Parasite in English dub with Italian <laughs> subtitles. <laughs>
0: terrible, terrible. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about the dub thing. I've been talking to our, our, our friend and colleague, uh Sally Sips. Sal Dante. Okay, continue. And 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 Sal watches a, a lot of anime. And we know because when we check in Discord to see if he's gonna be gaming with us, it says he's on Crunchyroll, which is like Netflix for weeps for people for for the anime crowd. And he always talks about that he watches the dub. But at the same time, he talks about that he loves reading books. But when you say what books did you read, he names like car magazines, like Magna. <laughs> like he 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 mentions like he's reading like graphic novels.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So if you're gonna watch the adaptation of said graphic novel in an animated form, why not just read it again?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I don't I don't I don't understand that. I mean, I know I'm, I'm asking the hard hitting questions. I know. Yeah, that. I mean, I I the subtitles don't tend to bother me there there are times where i'm like you know what i'm not in the i can't do a subtitle movie right now because i'm too tired or like i you know smoked a little bit or uh, i was way too out of my mind to watch fucking
0: Macbeth. i haven't tried no no shot you can't you can't i got got five minutes in i was like
1: it's so shakes it shows uh shakespearey and um it's it's like what shakespeare It's so, so shakespeare you know what I mean? It's shakespeare the dialogue. Like, it's very Shakespeare, how they do it. Like, because there's adaptations that aren't always that. It's like, this is like, no. Are you me. talking about
0: Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet starring, starring, uh, uh, what's her name? Claire Temple Danes. Temple Grandin. Claire Danes! All right. All right. Claire Danes. Also starring Paul Rudd. Ooh,
1: who does Paul Rudd play?
0: Uh, probably a Montague or Capulet or whatever yeah, they call it.
1: One, the, one of those. Yeah, he played a show. So here, I,
0: I saw this story the other day. Before you got thing, I want to tell you this story. I saw this TikTok the other day. It was an interview with Paul Rudd. He was working on that movie. Paul Rudd's dad was like a Titanic historian. Okay knew all about the Titanic. So therefore Paul Rudd knew all about the Titanic. And what Paul Rudd was saying is he was on set, he was talking with Leo and Leo's like, oh, they want me to do this movie like the Titanic or whatever. And Paul Rudd is being someone that knows everything about it. It was like, what Titanic? That's great. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so maybe in some world here, Paul Rudd is responsible for Leonardo DiCaprio taking Titanic. I'm not going to dogehype.com, Chatter.
1: What do I look like? This is the type of content that you won't see from our episodes that have a less live feel. Yeah, anyway. um, So, Uh,
0: our episode tonight. By the way, I'm Nick.
1: I'm Jared. Yeah, we should reintroduce the podcast. It's been a year.
0: This podcast here is called Cue the Banter. And the reason for that is... We add movies to each other's queue, and then we let the banter ensue. That's what it's based on. That's the I mission know some, that That's the mission statement. We want you to add movies to your queue. And as yeah. always, we tell our viewers whenever we post things, tell us movies we should watch. Yeah. We will watch them, and then we can have you on, and you can talk about it with
1: us. Yeah. Um, and I think that is it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so what you said? Oh yeah, just did, did uh-huh. delete the message. Um, it is. It's banned because you thought that Magic Mike was going to be the last movie I watched. Correct. Um, before the pacifier, I watched. Speaking of Paul Rudd, watched Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, and before that, I watched. Magic Mike's Last Dance.
0: Okay. I haven't seen either of those. As you know, I've been quite off my game when it comes to the movies. Yeah. Getting back into it. Slow, but we're moving. I have been diagnosed with MCU complete and utter total burnout. Mm. I don't fucking care. And I wish I did, but it's like, oh, this new thing comes out. And I'm like, oh, they'll be pumped. And you know what kind of fucking, so I haven't seen the Eternals yet. Okay. I haven't seen She-Hulk. I haven't seen Moon Knight. I haven't seen, I think just Ant-Man and the Eternals are the movies I'm missing. What came out before Ant-Man? No, I haven't seen Wakanda forever either. You haven't seen Wakanda forever. Um, and and they're, my they're, problem with see, it is have that
1: have you seen Doctor Strange?
0: Yes. I watched Doctor okay. Strange. Okay.
1: I watched Thor Love and Thunder. Is that is that the last one you've watched? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, so I understand you feeling burnt <laughs> out by it. I so to be honest. Abysmal. I, I am I am too. I don't watch any of the shows. Um anymore. What? I mean like Loki I'll watch when it comes back. Like I didn't watch yeah. I I sat on the couch while Nikki watched Moon Knight. And I was like, I'm not vibing with this. I stayed away from She Hulk. Um, I watched a little bit of Miss Marvel. I kind of liked it, but I just didn't care enough to keep going. And it had nothing to do with the quality of the show.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that either. And I do want to say I did get a text message the other day from future producer on this show, future guest, beautiful, wonderful friend, Snack Tray. Rob Weir texted yeah. me and said that he was enjoying it because he kind of liked that it was a, people are going to be pissed at this no matter what we do, so fuck it, let's go. i like, which, okay, for, uh, for, for which, She-Hulk. For She-Hulk. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I kind of like that. um But I know Thor Love and, Th- Thor Love and Thunder is bad. Across
1: the board, disappointing. It might, it might be one of the worst ones, if not the worst. I think it's, I, I, I've lowered it. I think it, it's my it, second. Yeah, like aside from maybe, the, I have to. I have not watched the Incredible Hulk in a while. I think that's just default at the bottom. I, I um, think it's
0: it's God. That's got to be better than this. It's so it's bad. Be. But, I think it's.
1: I think it could be the worst one.
0: But I. I. I, Why don't I it's weird. Part? I think it's also that thing. I do want to say, like coming from me, like I did name. when We talked about our favorite movies of the decade. I threw I Endgame right. on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. At, like I love that process. I love getting through that to that movie. Um, but I'm just not. I don't have as much of an interest um, anymore, and it's not grabbing my attention. Now, there are things that, now, as you know with me, and you'll see if you follow me on Letterboxd, I haven't watched a lot. But it's not because I don't like movies. It's not because I haven't had interest in things that are out. But as far as the MCU shit goes, I'm like, I feel a burnout from this. I don't know where it's going. I, I loved Loki. Yeah. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I was a fan of. I like that stuff. Um, my yeah, two I'm favorite sure. movies are Avengers and The Greatest Showman. Have you seen that clip on TikTok?
1: I see you I see you uh, posted it to I, our account. I you did. To, I this. did.
0: And and because I think when people like certain things, it's that's that's something that's I, so easy to make fun of. But it's also like. No, yeah. That could have been Nikki in disguise that she loves Nikki the core. Avengers that and she loves Nikki. the greatest showman. That so I'm with it.
1: Core. Yeah. That's a very Nikki um, core, uh, take, um, agreed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel, here's the thing is I, I feel completely, I feel pretty burned out by it as well. Um, but again, my wife's a big fan of it. We go. So I, I'm, I'm always going to see him cause she's mm-hmm. seen them opening night. I'll go see him and you know, I'll give it a chance. Um, the past couple times, I'm just kind of like, oh, I wish I didn't feel obligated to see some of these. But like, I'm still also, like, I'm, I'm still not giving up on. It. I mean, the next one that comes no, out no, no, no. is Guardians Three. That one, I, mean, I think that one's going to be good. I I, no I no think one. that,
0: yeah, I, and I think that also, I'm not directly close like you are to an AMC theater. You're in not. Order to no, have, I think the in closest- order to have the pass. Yeah. I have the Regal.
1: Yeah. And you have an Alamo draft house pretty close.
0: Yeah. But I mean, as far as the AMC shit, and also look, to be honest with you, the whole entire, I was out here for the Oscars. And then a month and a half later, I had to pack up my entire house, ship it across the country and drive across the country with Kate and dog. That was a lot. Yeah. And then I got out here and I'm like, at least I know Jared. I'm like, Jared, help me out here. I'm going through it. And he's like, I have COVID. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I'm like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Your birthday's coming up. You go out with your brother. You'll be all right. And he's like, I'll be in New Jersey for Nikki's bridal shower. And I'm like, all right. So now no one's coming out here. Now I'm all alone again. And then work is a lot, man. I work a lot. And I don't like working a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. But I've been very busy with work at my new job, um... Uh I'm a union rep out here now uh that's how I ended up in l a and I do think that i i I do have to mention that when people go, Oh my God, New Jersey and now you're working out here what brought you out to l a and I'm like, this job and all my coworkers when I said to them, they go, You moved out here for this job and I'm like, well <laughs> what kind of what you didn't fucking call you didn't- you didn't give me any tips like yeah, they said here's a job, and I wasn't working, so I took it um so, it's, it's, I want to get back into going to the movies. Yeah. Um. The AMC thing would be great to be able to do that. I think that'd be fucking awesome to, hey, Kate, you're done work. I'm done with work. Let's go see a movie. Um. So kind of that adjustment part of this, I haven't fully got back into that.
1: Yeah. Well, what's, what's the last so movie you watched? The
0: last movie I watched was... Everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: Oh, that was a while ago. Not a bad yeah. one to be the last one you watched. I mean.
0: It's, okay. So it's one of those things where I watch it, and I was so happy with what I just saw. Oh, no, Elvis.
1: Oh, that's less That's less exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah, less exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. So, yeah, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once. So January, I watched Volcano apparently
1: twice, which I didn't.
0: Well, you know, I watch I, I watch on a plane.
1: Yeah, ready right here. Just since in honor of you watching Elvis, I'm gonna just uh say this real quick. Oh, oh Lord have mercy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's cool. We're definitely getting banned. Um anyway. Um I watched <laughs> Okay. I haven't watched a lot of movies, man.
1: That's all right. I, well, the question was, what was the last movie you watched? What were you going to say? You said you haven't watched a lot of movies, but you were about to get into something.
0: So I watched Volcano on a Plane. um, And then yeah, I also
1: watched... You should watch Plane on a Volcano.
0: Volcano, right? So I also watched The Big Short on a Plane. Mm. Because I'm like, I've seen this before. It's a lot of talking and dialogue. Whatever, I'll fall
1: asleep. But you did nominate that movie as one of the... Uh, it, 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 Ryan Gosling's best, you know, you gave him best performance of the decade for all I, of that's his. included in there. He was in the know.
0: bathroom.
1: He was jacked. He was jacked to the tits,
0: <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like it's it's not a bad performance. Um yeah. I watched the menu, and I, I I I I know this isn't an Oscar. We're talking about what we watched recently, uh the Banshees. I mean
1: Sharon, what did you think? Did you watch it? You watched
0: it, right? I did watch The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. And here's the thing I want to tell you about that movie. Okay. As the days go on, I appreciate that fucking
1: thing more and more. Yeah. I've seen it twice. Go back and watch it again.
0: I, every time I see it come up on the streaming or I see the posters now in LA, baby, I'm like, oh, a lot Fuck, of them, yeah. I want to watch this thing again. That, bit, everything uh, ever, all at once. And then I put, Elvis was like, hey, I'm going to fall asleep. Fuck it. I'll put it on. And I watched the whole thing. Um, and at the end of it, I was like, was Elvis's career just like, so like, oh, here's Elvis. Or does the movie just have no idea how to tell the story? Yeah. I think it's more the second part. Mm -hmm. Um, but why we came here today, we figured the best way to re kick this off would be let's go ahead and let's talk about let's pick our 5 favorite la films now there's two ways we can do this we can do this where we list them and if we share the same ones we do or we can do it draft style Ooh, okay a little draft action i would love to If do that. we do it draft style you pick i can no longer pick that movie it's off the board
1: so let's do it we, let's do it like you know, that cuz i think I look here's the thing i made a list And, like, the way I went about it, and I was like, these aren't – I don't think I picked my five favorite. Picked five just for different – three of them might be my favorite. Two of them I just identify with for a particular reason. I, like, wanted to have at least a reason why I included each. I made a list of about eight, nine. So even if you pick one that I didn't want to pick or that I wanted to pick, I have backup for it. Um, Exactly. Um, You know what? See, I wish you had I a D&D dice because I, I have one here. We can both roll and see who uh, rolls higher. Or I could have just told you to roll a regular dice, and I could have rolled one with twenty numbers on it. Like, oh, you rolled a six! <laughs> you rolled a six! Yeah. I got a fourteen, baby. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You go first. Here's, the, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I will okay. roll for you.
0: Okay. Oh, I like th- I like this. I like this. I will roll. Okay.
1: I will roll for you.
0: Um,
1: that's gonna be tough to beat. We got a nineteen. Nick has not rolled bad. a 19. Nick has rolled not a nineteen. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Okay. Okay. So I am rolling for me.
0: I rolled a 19 as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiebreaker. We got to roll again. All right. Loaded dice. All right. Let's go. Let's, okay, go. Let's go. Here we go. Loaded dice. Loaded dice. Loaded dice.
1: Move the desk.
0: Uh, uh, this is me. This is for me. What do I got? Okay.
1: 16. 16. Another. It's still not bad. Not, not bad. bad. All right. All right. All right. Just want to make sure. Okay. Uh, And for me, 20. Damn. All right. You're up first. Why do you get first pick? Okay. First pick. Oh, see, now this changes things. This changes things. This changes how (laughs) I go about what I'm doing. How you go
0: about your list because now you got to kind of be – because okay. you could either go with something you don't think I'm going to mention, or you can snake me on something like he's probably going to mention that.
1: Yeah. Pro- <laughs> Here's the thing. I was looking at your list a lot. Or I was looking at movies, and I was like, oh, wait. Nick, Nick, Nick's got to pick this, right? Nick's got to pick this, right? Nick's got to pick
0: this. I have 10 that I didn't pick that I got to pick.
1: And we'll do, we'll do like an honorable mention. Yeah, of course mention. we will. Of course we will. Um, Okay, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with my number All right, one pick Let's go. Your is, first
0: your first pick for best movies that take place in LA.
1: I'm gonna go once upon a time in Hollywood.
0: Guy took my entire fucking outfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: good it's a good it's a good pick. It's um and you know, I'll I'll give a little I, I, I post I pasted uh the letterbox Logline line synopsis for each of the movies that I picked. Okay. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood, in this town, it can all change, dot, 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 like that. Los Angeles, 1969. TV star Rick Dalton, a struggling actor specializing in westerns, and stuntman Cliff Booth, his best friend, tried to survive a constantly changing movie industry. Dalton is the neighbor of the young and promising actress and model Sharon Tate, who has just married the prestigious Polish director Roman Roman Polanski.
0: So, a quick note. Okay. When you're actually in L.A. and you have to talk about a director or an actor, writer, or anything that has a horrible past and has done terrible things, you must whisper their name. It should not be yelled and screamed on the streets in this
1: town. Unless you're saying. Like, fuck, Robert. Fuck. Kiyansky.
0: Yeah, that's the that's um, where it's OK. Um. No, that's, that's that's one of the ones that I had in my five right there. I figured you um, would. I
1: feel, I feel slightly bad taking it. Um, no, it's okay. What, what, but, like, what made you throw it on there? What made me throw it on there is it came out, what, 2019. It's a great year mm-hmm. for movies. Um, when I saw it, it wasn't my favorite movie of that year, but I, I had identified that final sequence as the most fun I've had. I had in a theater that year. Okay. Um, it was really fun. I went to see it a second time once uh, Nikki moved out here, and she hadn't seen it yet. And I got tickets for us to go see it at the New Beverly. So I had seen it for the second time, and I saw it in Quentin's theater.
0: You saw the fucking thirty-five millimeter print, you son of a bitch.
1: Yeah. So that's where I was. That's why I wanted. That's why I truly wanted to have it on this list because I saw it in L.A. at one of the L.A. theaters that I was just like oh, i like this this town. And obviously there's so much of it that just like kind of adds a a cool little hey. glitz and glam look at, at yeah. Los Angeles, obviously. Um, it's that just- was
0: why I had it, why I would have had it on mine had you not picked it was, you know, it's Tarantino's coming out with a new movie. Um, excited about it. Leo, I mean, come on uh cast is crazy and then i'm like oh this is about a, a western guy you know how you know how much this podcast loves westerns yeah and a western episode soon i think we should uh but it was i went to go see it in tom's river mm-hmm. at uh whatever the that fucking place is called the AMC? Uh, the
1: low Seacourt. court
0: no the one in oh, the tom marquee, the one in, marquee, marquee yeah at the marquee i think we yeah. to go see it at the marquee and It was one of those kind of things where I'm like, I, I, I just, I loved what I was getting. I love being immersed in the, you know, the sixties of LA. And at this point I'm not out here Mm -hmm. being out here is there's it's, it's, it's something I want to do, but at this point it it doesn't exist. It's not attainable. Um, And I remember when Cliff picks Rick up in the car and they're on Hollywood Boulevard and Jose Feliciano's cover of California Dreaming starts playing. And as it comes in with all the, oh, the leaves of brown and they shut the door in the car and the sky is gray and the car starts going and the sound of Hollywood, the sound of the cars and the people and them just driving. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I had goosebumps. It was one of those things where it was like. That, I wish I could do that. And why it's grown for me is that the other night, I got in the car, I had Kate with me, Sal was out here for his new job, and we're driving down Hollywood Boulevard, and I have Jose Feliciano's California Dreaming playing. And I'm like, I get to do that now. Yeah. So it's a really special thing for me of looking back at being that person in the theater seeing Hollywood seeing that and being like I want to do that. And now it's a 10 minute drive for me to do that.
1: Mhm. And the then also you, school. These no, days, no, no,
0: no, they don't. But you still get to go by go by Musso and Franks and
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, we were and, and we were right by Musso and Franks when you were at when you first came yeah. out. Yeah.
0: The supply okay. sergeant is one of the signs when the lights – that, that whole sequence when the lights come on at night with – out of time by the stones. It, it's 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 wonderful. So yeah. good pick. It's yeah, a great think, pick.
1: Yeah. I think also it's like for me like to sort of plant me where I'm at is I'm, I'm newly moved out to L.A. To where like now I feel like it's been a couple of years I've been out here. I'm like slightly more cynical about – this town and stuff like that. But when I first oh, yeah. moved out here and it was like, I wish I was, I ate it up, you know? And, well, it's like, yeah. I, it's like a feeling that I still like yearn for like, Oh, I kind of wish. And there's other movies on this list. That'll give me that where I'm like, I feel a little slightly nostalgic towards it. Cause I, towards the time when I just like, you know, it was the city of city of dreams, you know, anything. Yeah. That
0: happened. And I, I think that's one of the things too, where like, when, when Snow came out here, um, you were back home at that point. When Snow came out here and it was like, here's a friend of mine for the past over 10 years, decade, this whole thing. And, and she's out here now. And she's been someone that we talked about when I was applying out here. And she's out with us now. And I know with like being moving from everything you know, 3,000 miles to out here. Is crazy. Yeah. And I still think that, like, the same thing we did with Sal. We just went up on Mulholland. We went to the Overlook and the sunset over the valley. And then you go and you look at the skyline at night, and you're kind of like, okay, I had a bad day at work. I've had a stressful week at work. Things are going crazy. It's moving a mile a minute. It's really nice to look at that view up there and just, (sighs) ah, Yeah. And... I think that's one of the things that's great about out here that kind of keeps that uh, magic alive. Yeah. So you've gone once upon a time in Hollywood. It's my first ready. book going to be here. Okay.
1: This is my list. This is my list. Okay. Good. Oh, you have a written CC. I'm using a spreadsheet. You got it written down. You're, you're, you're a little classic. I'm old school. I'm old school. Yeah. buddy. I, prefer, from I the, prefer old school. Yeah.
0: Alright, so I just want to put a J next to it. You pick that. Uh I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick. <sighs> baby, I'm trying to think. These other ones, they gotta be on your list, maybe, right? Um
1: there are two that I have written down that I know I'm not that I know that they're gonna be yours.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's let's just go ahead and let's get the cat out of the bag. L.A. Confidential. There it is. There. It is. Let's see that one. So L.A. You, you could LA have Confi-
1: Here's the thing. I would have left that I, for you.
0: I, I did. That's fine. That's fine. L.A. Confidential. Everything is suspect. Everyone is for sale, and nothing is what it seems. A wonderful neo noir directed by Curtis Hanson came out in 1997. I did not watch this movie until maybe two years ago. And I'm like, ah, I like confidential, I'll watch it probably longer than two years ago now. Three years ago, I watched it, and I was like, yo, this has the noir shit, the music, the Vito's great, Russell Crowe is great, uh, That'll do pig Crow's. is great.
1: The fuck's his name? That'll do pig. Uh, James Cromwell.
0: That's it. Thank you. Guy yeah. Pierce is great. It does have its problems, though. <laughs> it does star Kevin Spacey. Kevin. But Kim Basinger is great in it. It's, 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 I, I love it. I love the noir nonsense. I love, uh, Danny DeVito as the reporter for the, you know, keep everything on the low and everything. Hush, hush. Uh, the score is fucking fantastic. You bought me the score for my birthday. Uh, the, yeah. uh, last year when I was out here, uh, I've put it on. It's fantastic. So, I'm going to go with LA Confidential. I think it's important to kind of keep a little, keep the little noir thing in here when I think of LA. Um, It's uh, days gone by. Those days of this do not exist anymore. Although the days of the LAPD being untrustworthy, sacks of shit is still alive and well, but uh, the era of the movie stars that were here and that whole kind of detective vibe is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that is well. That's depressing. Now that you put it like that. Um, I gotta go back and I gotta go back and rewatch this because I'm looking at LA Confidential on my Letterbox and it has a three and a half star review. That's not that can't be right. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> what you do do a lot though is you will do a review, and no matter how much you like it, you may be like, I want to watch it again. So I'm gonna give it three and a half stars so it has room to grow.
1: Right. Yeah, in, in my,
0: which is, <laughs> but that's one of your things that you
1: do. Oh, yeah. You it's always do watch that. List. It's funny. i got like, because... looking at it now. It's logged at three and a half, and it's in my watch list. So
0: you couldn't be more correct with that take. All right. So we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, LA Confidential. What's your second pick?
1: Um, second pick. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What is my second pick? Um, I'm trying to stall a little bit here. I'm looking at my list. I'm wondering what I should leave for you to potentially take. Uh, I also don't want to make a pick that's too similar to my last pick. Um, They, when you make it kind of like a draft, it makes it a little bit better. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. Drafts are fun. Um, I think also just, uh, I'm, I'm stalling here, but I think the draft format is going to be a cool way of moving our show forward a little bit rather than doing an episode where we talk a show and then add it to the queue. We do a draft of five for each person and then we just go and do a series in that uh, okay. order. Um, I'm going to go La La Land number two. Guy
0: went La La Land number two. Now here's the thing. I have La La Land in my reserve list because I knew it was going to be on yours.
1: Yeah, it was going to. It was now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A show one, we've, I was like. I was like, I was like, Nick might pick it, but I don't know. A movie we've covered on this podcast on that this
0: included podcast. us singing. We did sing, right? City yeah. of stars, are you shining just for me?
1: Uh, so I had La La, I had La, La Land music play at my wedding in the cocktail it was, hour.
0: It fucking ruled because I didn't know it was coming. And then I'm yeah. standing in the cocktail hour and I just hear like, ba 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 da ba da ba
1: There was two rooms for cocktail hour and the music wasn't really audible from the first room when you first walk in and as the married couple it's very hard to get through that room without having to stop and talk to everyone so i barely made it into the room that played the music but but no it uh, was there and it was fan- it was fantastic yeah it was la la land and then you know I, okay i guess i have my thing written down let's see what's my la la land here's the full who dream Mia, an aspiring actor, serves lattes to movie stars in between auditions, and Sebastian, a jazz musician, scrapes by playing cocktail party gigs in dingy bars. But as success mounts, they are faced with decisions that begin to fray the fragile fabric of their love affair, and the dreams they work so hard to maintain in each other threaten to rip them apart. This is Damien Chazelle's La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Um, and now because that, I'm going to declare, because I picked La La Land's, uh uh-huh. I will I will not be picking Babylon because I'm not gonna be picking two Damien Giselle movies, but that was one okay. that was in the reserves as a backup. Okay. I okay. I was gonna take it. Um this one is the far less cynical view of of the industry. Um
0: yeah, this is more of a more this is a more positive view of the industry and a more cynical view at things people have to sacrifice in order to be successful in the industry. So it's mm-hmm. more of a cynical look at the relationships that may be made or broken due to break into the land of dreams.
1: The land of dreams. Yeah. Um another one where I'm feeling if I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm like feeling slightly more cynical towards, you know, the industry that I'm trying to break into. Um, of La La Land always kinda of brings me back. Um and makes me makes me dream again. Here's the fools who dream. That's sort of sort of where i go with that one
0: i think at the lighthouse cafe the neon sign that says here's to the fool's who dream is what that was a I i remember when i was out here and i'm like i got to figure out if i'm going to accept this job or not it's la it's all right here mm-hmm. it's all moving way too quickly for me but it's all right here and we went to the lighthouse cafe and we sat down and i turned and off to my left and said here's to the fool's who dream and i was like gotta do it Kate, okay, start I packing I think it's worth a try. Okay. So we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Lama Land.
1: Well, yeah, that's another thing, too, where it's like you have that restaurant. It's in Hermosa Beach pretty close, like 20 minutes away from where I am. Like there's like yep. these identifiable like – Griffith Observatory, there's these identifiable monuments or places that you can go and you can be a part of it. And like, oh, you watch yeah. it. I'm like, oh, there it is. There's the pier. And um, the Rialto is in Urban Outfitters now, right? Yeah, something like that because – Theaters are dying and everything sucks. Um, even another thing we talked about once upon a time in Hollywood, they showed the the arc light down in Hollywood light up and that still sits unused and empty. I drove by yesterday. I fucking hate it, man. It's depressing. It's what, what is cool though. What I'm glad, you know, if it never opens up again, I can say I went there once and the movie that I saw there was the portrait of lady on fire.
0: I watched that at Ritz East in Philly on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I saw good. it already. I yeah. watched a copy of it at home, and I took Kate to see it there. Yeah. And that that was watching that movie in a packed theater after watching it alone in the living room. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I watched it this Valentine's Day. Threw it on.
0: Did you? I have I the did. Criterion.
1: I yes, have not I watched I have it. The, I have the Criterion, and I have a poster that I got when I went to see it at the, the uh, December screening.
0: Now that you it's mentioned that, play. I also had like a 16 by nine print of when she's by the fire and her dress is on fire that was hanging in the, in the original like studio, studio the back studio, in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know where it is. I have to look for it. Um, mm. so I'm going to go ahead to not make okay. a similar pick to my original one. I'm going to I'm, I'm have to break it out. I'm going to go with Die Hard.
1: There it is. I had a feeling. I had a feeling we were going to go with Die Hard. Okay.
0: Sal so just texted me, by the way, and said, I'm living my Costanza arc right now. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's going to quit. <laughs> he said, this job is my Petsky file. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, speak, Well, Die Hard, speaking of, speaking of places... Like, identifiable buildings uh, in Nakatomi, Los Nakatomi, baby! Nakatomi Plaza. It's by one of the theaters I always go to. The the closest IMAX theater to me is in Century City at the Westfield Century City Mall. And when I drive there every time, I have to go past Nakatomi Plaza. It's always right there.
0: Um, and see, that's the same thing. Whenever I drive back from my hospital, Providence, St. John's, in Santa Monica, to my left, if I go on the ten there's Nakatomi, or if I do the fucking 10 is a parking lot, uh, I drive, take the little back roads, every now and then, it takes me right by it. Uh, There you go. And it's nice, because I like, I like, I love driving, and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is when they show it in the distance in the movie. And um, I also wanted to mention it, because I know as we've seen, like everything going on with Bruce Willis with his condition worsening, which it was first announced when we were out here. We were on the 101, I think, when the news broke that he was no longer acting. And now it seems like it's gotten way
1: it's, worse. It's, it's developed to the next stage.
0: It's right? gone to the next stage there. And it's just like, I think that, um, I think, I know we hear this so much, but I don't think that they make movies like that anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. where you look at that movie there, and you go, Alan Rickman could have won an Oscar for that, and everyone now would go,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, I know we talk about another movie that does deal with LA a little bit, like In the Line of Fire.
1: Right, that's the 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 Clint Eastwood movie. Another one where the villain in that the villain
0: Malkovich gets nominated for an Oscar in that, and it's that kind of thing where like I feel like now it's like oh, we're just so focused on the action of it, but Die Hard is genuinely not only one of the best action movies I've ever seen. It is genuinely. It, it's a it's a mass, It is a masterpiece. It's made so well. The character of John McClane is fucking great. Uh, Hans, it you know, the Yippee we had Hans. You know, it's just so everything about it clicks. So Die Hard,
1: Die Hard.
0: So you got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and La La Land. I currently have La Confidential and Die Hard.
1: On to round three. Okay. Round three. Round three. Oh boy. I'm trying to look at the original list I made. I think my so I don't know everything everything still apply for. Uh I'm gonna go with and I'll lead him with the tagline, a Hollywood story a hack screenwriter writes a screenplay for a former silent film star who has faded into Hollywood obscurity billy wilder's sunset boulevard i goes with sunset boulevard um, i drove
0: on sunset boulevard yeah the other day <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty good um, right i
0: knew i had a feeling you were going to pick
1: that well, that's one. That's one of the first movies I watched in my history of film class. Um, it's a good good class to have. Oh yeah, I mean, it was in the downtown movie theater, so that was always okay. fun. Um, got to watch that. I went back to it recently. Um, you know, it was. It, it's an interesting. Like I, I talk about my growing cynicism um, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, and it's like when I first saw that movie, I was kind of like, man, I was kind of like little bleak and now i watch it, i'm like this is amazing this is incredible and i think it's just sort of a sign of just how i i'm a little i'm different uh um, it's
0: great getting older and watching movies and see what difference they make as you age
1: yeah and then also the, the just the growing like oh this was a movie I, I take me back to being able to go to a theater and film school and just watch this movie for the first time and i was just like feeling incredibly nostalgic, hey, Sal. nostalgic about it. um and just absolutely loved it. Oh, look at this. Costanzaro is here. There
0: he is. Um, the Penske Vile. The Penske Vile. The Penske Vile. Um,
1: but also, like, it, and it touches on another a couple other movies that I, you know, have potentially on my list or like, you know, I mentioned Babylon, which came out this year, which I loved but won't make my list, is sort of just about, um, you know, uh, Norma Desmond's a silent star who, who sort of never, n- never made it into the world of talkies and was just sort of this star of a bygone era. Um, and it was just something that was so interesting, um, in this industry about how, how it's adapting and, you know, we can look at it and we can mirror it to what we have going on now in terms of, you know, it's, it's not the same thing as, uh, oh, there's they're sound now, so it's so much harder to, to make these movies now. Um, yeah. Which a movie like Babylon kind of goes into the difficulty of capturing the right sound. Um, that wasn't necessarily an issue uh, back in the day with the sound. But they also like stars that necessarily weren't made for um, the change of the medium. And it has nothing to do with their talent. Or it's just, There's just something... There's just something about it that just doesn't click. And that sort of happens now with other stuff too, like that you sort of have a shelf life where you, you're, you're acting. And, you know, at some point, you know, you talk about like MCU movies, you know, mm-hmm. you have a fatigue about them, right? Like after so long, you watch it, you get tired of them. And that the same thing happens with actors. Um, and I think that's just such such a fascinating, a fascinating thing. And then that, and that movie is just, just something i also Um,
0: i also like think you you know how i think uh but i also think um to so angela lansbury mm -hmm. right who died how long ago uh
1: pretty recently in the past year right? yeah her last her last screen performance was in glass onion so one of the things about her that i learned after
0: she passed away was that if you watch the murder if you watch murder she wrote a lot of older Actors and actresses will show up in guest spots on Murder, she wrote. And the reason why she did that was to give them more SAG credits as they were older in order to keep up with their health insurance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always funny. And then to bring up uh, on the TikTok, we've done the Hollywood Hospital history. Uh, the latest one that I haven't posted yet, I got to edit it, was I was at Motion Pictures and Television Fund, which is literally a, a care facility for people that worked in Hollywood. It's for those people that some need the care and they can pay for it, but the facility also offers care to people who cannot afford it. And that doesn't ruin your chances of getting in. And you kind of see all the glitz and glamor, the money that's involved in Hollywood in this town there. There's still people where they could have been a gaffer, a sound guy, an editor, an actor, actress, whatever it may be, that at the end of their life there, that glitz and glamor is kind of gone and they need that care. So that idea of the aging star, the fading star, whatever reason it was that that they began to fade there, it's, it's, you know, I think it's the right way is to have some kind of cynicism towards it. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, La La Land and Sunset Boulevard. I have LA Confidential, Die Hard, and the next one I'm going to go with.
1: Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia. Okay. I have Uh, that on my list. I have that in my reserves. I had that. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to pick a a PTA, it's going to be Magnolia. But again, Magnolia, I kind of wanted to pick movies for the most part that I've seen more than once. I've only seen Magnolia one time. And as of right now, it's my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Okay. Magnolia has... What
0: Magnolia contains is something insane. What it has is John C. Riley is acting his fucking ass off in that movie.
1: MVP. MVP of that movie. Tom Cruise. Cruise Anytime
0: someone says Tom Cruise does not know how to act, he's not a good actor, they are not thinking about Magnolia. His performance as like a battered, tortured incel, as we would call it now, is fucking beautiful. He's Uh so good in that movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman's great. Fucking Robards is great in that. The scene that him and Tom Cruise have is one of my favorites. Julianne Moore in the pharmacy, which is then the monologue that is performed in Barry, uh, whatever her name is, does it during their acting class. (laughs) You, You son of a bitch. Tell me, question me when I'm gone. Oh, that just Magnolia, William H. Macy, Luis Guzman. Magnolia <laughs> is fucking good. And what that that old guy who was the host of the quiz
1: show? Oh yeah, um, Philip Baker Hall. Yes, love Philip Baker dude. Hall. Yeah, which dude, he, uh, know, he carried over from from uh, from Hard Eight. He's the Hard Eight. P.K.'s Hard Eight, which is, a, that's, a, that's another good, that's a great performance. So I'll um, give
0: your, you know, uh, things fall down, people look up, and when it rains, it pours. An epic mosaic of many interrelated uh, characters in search of happiness, forgiveness, and meaning in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, Tom Cruise, Philip Baker Hall, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Ricky J., William H. Macy, fucking Molina's in it, Julianne Moore, John C. Riley, Jason Robards. Or his dad calls him Bogey Two. Felicity Huffman, uh, Pat Oswalt is in it at some point. It Clark is, Gregg,
1: I believe, plays a cameraman.
0: Clark Gregg is in it. Paul F. Tompkins is in it. Robert Downey Sr. is in it. Um, yeah, because I, I th- when I was thinking of movies here, I did, I thought of, I thought of like, okay. There will be blood. They do end up California in there, going to the coast. But I'm like, that's not really – you don't think of that as an L.A. movie. That's not – we're not going to – and I'm like, fucking Magnolia. So that's my pick. My third pick, Magnolia. Okay. So
1: on to the fourth pick. On to the fourth pick, yeah. Um. Oh jeez, sissy! This is tough. I have like three more that I want to use. Um, now, what do I go with? Here, I can I can take off the board. <laughs> Look, there's a couple in here too that I'm like, is Nick going to pick these because now I'm not I'm not so sure. I'm also looking at my own list and it's like, oh wow, okay, this is this is interesting. You have LA Confidential, crime noir, Die Hard, action movie. Uh Magnolia is, you know, it's like a a bunch of vignettes about a bunch of different things, which I think is Character crazy, study so. and drama yeah, thing there. I'm yeah. trying
0: to keep it a little open here. I tried to, that was one of my goals, trying <laughs> I, I need different players at different positions here. my
1: guy. Yeah. Here, where I'm looking at my list, every, the three I've picked so far are all about Hollywood and, and movie making and people Correct. in the industry. Um, so yeah, I wonder if I can, do I, do I keep going with that? um. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna switch okay. it up. I think no matter what, I think no matter what, I'm gonna switch it up for now. I'm gonna go with Drive. Okay. I'm gonna go Drive. That's one of the early like LA movies. That's that's probably so. This is like a, a movie I was super into in college. Probably in like you know when I was you know when you start college and you're like kind of a film bro. You understand? You understand? Um. I'm, like, on the Zoom right now with with the driver himself.
0: I literally drove in L.A. tie. therefore making me the driver. Driver.
1: Driver. It can't um, – you
0: literally can't dispute it.
1: And here's what I'll say. Get in, get out, get away. Driver. Nick. is a skilled Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as – it. he works in the industry. Son of a bitch. Yeah, what's uh, going on over we, here, my dude? Uh, who woundlights as a getaway driver for criminals, though he projects a nice exterior. Lately, he's been warming up to a pretty neighbor named Irene and her young son, Benicio. When Irene's husband gets out of jail, he enlists driver's help in a million-dollar heist. The job was hardly wrong. A driver must risk his life to protect Irene Benicio from the vengeful masterminds behind the robbery. You understand? Albert um, Brooks, Ron Perlman, Ryan Gosling. Uh, Brian Cranston, Oscar Isaac. Brian Eisen. Cranston, Oscar Isaac. Yes. Um, it, it's a it's a good movie, and it's one it's one of the like uh, the way that movie really sticks with me, especially is like is the score, you know, Cliff like... Martinez, Cliff Martinez, but also the soundtrack. It's like like you know, Night Call by Kavinsky. Like it, it forever in my brain. <laughs> It's changed how I view like driving at night in LA.
0: Oh yeah, because every five minutes I'm like, I'm pretty sure that he drove here.
1: Yeah, or like oh, I'm driving towards downtown. It's like up. Oh, yeah, wait, wait this, do I hear uh, <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah, like and
0: I, and, and I, I think I've told you this before. Is I, I don't, I, I love the way downtown LA looks at night. I love the way LA looks at night. I mean, I'm talking about when you're looking up at the houses in the hills, Echo Park, Silver Lake, this just giant hills with mm-hmm. all the little windows of people's houses. Yeah, and downtown, it it that's has such a it has such a great color at night. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I'm always blown away by is that opening of the movie when Night Call starts and the title comes up over downtown LA at night. I'm like, I can't believe that that's what the skyline looks like at night. It's those colors. That's what it just looks like to the plain eye. It's right outside your, your door right out the window. I can see the Wilshire center or whatever the tallest building in the city is. You see the top of it from where I'm at. And when I take the dog out, I walk up, you know, 20 feet up the block and I'm like, Oh, there's the U S bank building and everything. Yeah. It's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. So that that that's my pick. So, so number four,
0: I got I got La Confidential, I Noir, I got Die Hard, Action, I got Magnolia, a bunch of vignettes. So I'm thinking here because I do have another pick. I think that pick fits a little too closely with what I have already selected. So I'm trying to think here of do I branch out a little bit? though I go a little I try and go a little different um this is tough
1: I think I'm looking uh, at on my list I think I'm looking at the three movies you're that you're in between right now if I have to guess but I, again I could be dead wrong
0: all right um yeah, because I'm in that I'm in that area now where I'm trying to be kind of different from what I've picked here. I kind of want to have a little bit of everything. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. This is really hard. This is really tough. I'm in shambles right now over here. Oh, God. Um, and when you were talking, I was like, I know what I'm talking about. I know what the next pick is. It's easy. And now it's time to say it. I'm like, hmm. Mm, struggling a little bit. Um,. I think what I'm going to go with here, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the easy way out.
1: Are you going to go with what you were originally going with? I'm
0: going to go with something. I'm going to go with the last one. That's on my original five. The only one from my original five that you have picked has been once upon a time in Hollywood. I've got the other four picks here. I can, I can seal up my, four of my original picks on this list here. Okay. Okay. And I tell you, every single day I think about this movie. And I think about the way that my man, Hollis fucking Mulray, was sandbagged by those sons of bitches in the goddamn water department in the goddamn city of LA. I'm going Chinatown, baby. JJ Giddy's. I, I got to go with it. I know it's so similar to LA Confidential, but. I, I thought about your idea of watching it in a film class. And I took a film class that was taught by Dr. Martin Novelli at Ocean County College. And in that film class at Ocean County College, community college it was, we Did watched Chinatown. Mm. And I was blown away by this Chinatown. I'm like, this is noir. I think the character J.J. Giddies is great. It's a great movie. Uh, when you get to the end of it, you want to bury yourself in, in in quicksand for the rest of your life. Um, and also, when I went to UArts, I get to Philly. It's time to pick a class. And I go, oh, look at this. They got a Western film and literature class. Let me take the Western film and literature class. Also taught by goddamn Dr. Martin Novelli. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In my head, I know what he looks like. But if I had to describe what he looks like to you, I'd say Dr. Martin Novelli kind of gives me the same vibes as Harold Ramis in uh, Knocked Up when he's playing Seth Rogen's dad. And so Chinatown and the idea of, I think the score is great. The script is Wonderful, the two Jakes, the follow-up directed by uh, Nicholson, terrible.
1: Um yeah, you should have picked it. You should have picked
0: it. Not good. Watched <laughs> it, not good. But Chinatown, this idea of the most pessimistic movie ever made, and the movie ends. And I remember being in class and just being like, "What? That's how it <laughs> ends?" And John Huston is in it. Um, uh, F- Faye Dunaway is in it. Um, it's directed by Roman Polanski. Um, so I don't want to give him any credit, but it's it's Chinatown
1: is is fucking it's a, great. Look, it's a film that directed itself. Yeah,
0: and also right here, I have a book, Last Stands from the Alamo to Benghazi. How Hollywood Turns Military Defeats Into Moral Victories. Written by Frank J. Weta. And none other than the legend himself. Martin Novelli, baby. You know what I mean? There you go. You got it. I bought this book a while ago with hopes of reaching out to him and being like, will you come on our dumb podcast and talk about your book? Mm. So It's out there. So I'm going to go ahead with LA Confidential and Die Hard and Magnolia. I'm going to add Chinatown.
1: Here's what I'll say. What do you got? You had to pick Chinatown. Absolutely. I understand because even as as I almost brought up before, but I was waiting because I knew that the movie would be picked. Your letterboxd review of uh, LA Confidential is, it's Chinatown's younger sibling. Now, I know it's an l a episode l a would be in the title for l a confidential I think you can get away with picking Chinatown and not picking l a confidential because they're similar, but I so, don't think you could get away with having picked l a confidential and leaving chinatown alone.
0: now you're seeing now you're seeing where my problem is with picking l a confidential first and not picking chinatown first,
1: yeah, I yeah. screwed
0: myself because and, and that was the exact thought process was you cannot mm-hmm. pick LA confidential and not talk about Chinatown right so um, here we are here we are we got Fifth one pick and left. final
1: pick where's he gonna go um i know this is an LA episode um but you're asking me where i'm going to go and i'm and i'm not going to go too i won't stray too far from the city but i'm going to head into the valley a little bit here Um, it's a place that is, it's part of this town. Mm -hmm. It's where they make a lot of these productions. I've worked on shows, you know, very close to where this, this movie was filmed. I'm going to go, and this is a stretch. It's a stretch here, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for an LA movie. I'm going with 2022 Jordan Peele's movie. Nope. You're going with Nope. I'm going with Nope. Takes place in mm-hmm. Agua Dulce Canyon. I've gone out there. I filmed a Western show out there a couple of times.
0: The horses it's work on of, the movies.
1: They work on the they movies. Work on it the counts. movies. It's, it's part of the business. A lot of there's, you know, there's the flashback scenes on set. Um. So, you, so another
0: Oregon. movie that takes place in LA that involves people involved in movies.
1: As all five
0: of your picks did, even though (laughs) after the third one, you said, I'm kind of done with that. Oh, so he's a stunt driver for the movies, uh, followed by he's a horse guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I – you were right about Nope. I was not as quick to go see Nope because I don't like Us. I was severely disappointed with Us. I think about how much I was disappointed with Us every time I put on my yellow – uh, I had a shirt and said the shining on it, and I was like, I'm gonna wear this. This is what I'm gonna wear. The movies was not a fan of us, so you said, I think you're gonna like Nope. Zach said he didn't like Nope, so I said, Okay, okay, let me give this a try. Uh, good movie,
1: you watch nope it with Snow, good. right? She was, yeah, she got you to watch it, didn't she watch it with Snow? I think, like- I think so i think so yeah. yeah um no i see and like i knew i was like okay because i'm gonna you know to get into some spoilers for nope um it's it's not i mean it is a i mean i guess when with jordan peele he doesn't necessarily make just straight up conventional like horror movies so i wouldn't really categorize really? it as a heart as a horror movie horror movie is more it's kind of like an action western there's a lot of i mean you know like the storytelling isn't necessarily western inspired No, but like there's the a lot of western of aspects to that movie know, the, i mean the score the score is very western um obviously you know the riding on horse on horseback that whole that whole idea is a very western sort of thing um but I just you know I I I love I love this movie I loved everything that it was about in terms of um you know how we how we process trauma and you know these like thinking about especially with like we talked about TikTok and we talked about what we've gone through in the past like three years mm-hmm. and you know had the use of you know especially TikTok social media it's like. This, like, this is how we process these just, like, things that have happened that are, like, horrible things that we've gone through or even just, correct, you know, and this is about, you know, oh, what do we do with spectacle? Making a spectacle out of, like, a very traumatic thing. Um, And that's kind of what, like, Stephen Yen's character ends up, you know, kind of doing, like, he witnesses this horrible event when he's a child star. Now what is he doing? He's going and he's he's decided he's running an amusement park and you know what he's gonna do, make a show out of this this thing in the sky that is is lurking over over the town over the over the canyon um and just like you know like it involves a, a TMZ character who co- shows up and basically it's like no matter what what they're gonna do to get the shot gotta get the shot yeah of this you have to um no. and it's just I just thought the way it used those ideas, the way Jordan Peele used those ideas in terms Mm -hmm. of how the, uh, you know, the UFO from above is what I'll call it, um, how, how the mechanisms of it works, you know, like it, it won't attack unless you're looking up at it sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, That, that stuff was really cool. And I just thought the the final sequence was just riveting filmmaking
0: yeah i think it's Um, i like that whole idea when you talk about the processing of trauma in the past three years we've been through and kind of this idea of like it can't hurt you if you don't look at it so people avoid those kind of things and then it's like when you look at you know what i mean like i like that 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 parallel that you you drew there um i've only seen it once as i've said i do i it it will get watched again um Mm. but no i was really vibing and yeah,
1: and I, I knew you would because I, I was like, first of all, the Western thing, and also it was kind of just a clearer like this, its thesis statement was was a little bit simpler than than I thought maybe us as was. Um and yeah. then I, just, I knew the the whole Western vibe of it you you drive with, so I was like, I was willing to bet money that you would be yeah you'd be into it. So,
0: once upon a time in Hollywood, La La Land, Sunset Boulevard, drive and nope are your five picks in the L.A. movie
1: draft. We have an actor who's slightly past it in terms of their stardom and a stuntman Mm -hmm. movie one. Yep. We have an aspiring actress movie two. We have a failed screenwriter movie three. We have a Hollywood stuntman movie four and we have Horse Wrangler movie five.
0: Okay. So to cap off mine, one L.A. Confidential. Uh, Two, Die Hard. Three, Magnolia. Four, Chinatown. I'm stuck at a point here where I have to figure out what direction I want to go in. Because I have a couple things here that I'm like, there's nothing on these lists of these nine movies that we've put forward at any point you would put on to make you smile. Right? We don't have a lot of comedies going on here. Mm. And I have Mm. two comedies written down. That have not been named um, that are very LA movies. And so, do I pick something that's a little newer? Or do I pick something that to me is a classic comedy, but also kind of shares some of these other traits and some of these other things that I've already picked? Um, I will say some of the things I'm leaving off the list I'm disgusted by. Um, yeah. So I think in, for the sake of, for the sake of being actually both of the comedy movies kind of have it. Oh, fuck me. I'm a, I'm a, (laughs) oh God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Both comedy movies have aspects of other movies I picked. um, so I, I think rather than go for something I consider a classic, uh, that more than just me consider a classic, it's a cult classic. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on not even a limb here, but I think it's I don't know if it's something that you would have expected to end up on this list, and I'm gonna put it on this list, okay? And the movie I'm gonna put on this list is The Nice Guys. I'm putting The okay. Nice Guys at okay. five. I know they're fucking right. detectives in L.A. Yeah. trying to figure a goddamn crime out, just like they are in L.A. Confidential and just like they are in Chinatown. But oh, I'm just... going to put <laughs>
1: – What? Uh, no, it's just these lists. These are such us lists. I know. So, so,
0: so to cap off now what my list is, L.A. Confidential, Die Hard, Magnolia, Chinatown, and with the sleeper pick coming in last, the nice guys. I think the nice guys, it, the nice guys, is moved up in my list. When you go, what's your five favorite comedies? Whenever I consider that list, now the nice guys has to be there. Ryan Gosling is fan fucking tastic in it. Russell Crowe has the greatest spit take in the history of cinema. In it's it. it's, <laughs> it, it's so it, good. <laughs> he ended their relationship with Equanimity, and then you have um, uh, it, it, it's just it's it's. And it's Shane Black knowing how these noir movies, like L.A. Confidential and like fucking Chinatown that I put on here, knows how to do that banter so well. And it's Mm. written so perfectly for these characters. It has so many laugh-out-loud moments in it. And I think the performances are fantastic. So I want to throw a comedy on there. Um, So that's what I went with. So we got your list. We have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, La La Land. Sunset Boulevard Drive and Nope, and on my list we have L.A. Confidential, Die Hard, Magnolia, Chinatown, and wrapping it up with the Nice
1: Guys. Incredible! What if fl- It's funny. It's funny how those lists just formed like that.
0: Right, and and so, do you want to go ahead and you want to go back and forth on what else you have written here? Like, what's one that you have written that was not mentioned? Um, just one. No, go I mean, well, I figure Let's we go. go back and yeah. forth.
1: So, the, the first one that didn't make my list, uh, was Singing in the Rain.
0: Okay, singing, okay. In the rain. but
1: again, I, I'd only it's only like I, I kind of wasn't necessarily uh, marrying myself to this idea, but I wanted to come into this and pick movies that I'd seen multiple times so I had like okay. you know, better idea of what they were and my thoughts on them. Singing in the Rain I've Only Seen Once, I absolutely loved it. I watched, I remember watching it and being like, holy shit, this came out when? What year did this come out? Because this is, like, the film because is, there was... yeah. like, better than most of the things that I see today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is insane. Like, I didn't know that you could do this back then. Uh, that's my thought on that. You know, that's, but I, again, it just, you know, ultimately didn't make the list. I threw La La Land in there and, and Sunset Boulevard as like more classical movie. And that those are the the two that sort of kept one, like singing in the rain out.
0: Okay. So, um, I, so something I left out, um, heat, heat. Yeah. Michael Mann's heat. Yeah. People are going to come for us if if
1: they listen to this.
0: I of course they are, but I will say this about Heat. It's wonderful. Heat looks like they shot it yesterday. If it wasn't for mm-hmm. the fact that the suits were just too big on everyone, it would look like it was made today. Uh, and I've watched movies that have been upscaled to four K and remastered, and I don't care. I. When it comes to heat, the way it looks, the colors of it, the vibrance of it, it looks like it was shot yesterday. Um, another crime movie. You get the Nero uh Tom Sizemore always stands out to me. Um, yeah. Danny this, Dan, yeah, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. It, it's just it's 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 wonderful. Uh, the shootout scene in downtown L.A., which is right around the corner. Um, it's 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 great. So I, I wow. had heat on
1: there. I, I, it, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gobsmacked that this didn't make your list.
0: I thought for what sure.
1: Heat? Yeah. The heat was,
0: well, I kind of, in that I put die hard was kind of in where like the, heat, yeah. the heat slot would be. Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, so what yeah.
0: else, what else you got?
1: Um, collateral. Okay. Collateral collateral was one where like, I, again, collateral is another movie. I had only seen the one time and I was in between picking drive and collateral Drive, you know, I, like I said, it changed, it alters how I just view driving in LA. Collateral. When I watch Collateral, I think about it. I was like, this is probably with the Michael Mann filming style. I always thought, like, this is the most accurate depiction of just like what LA looks like at night, like, when, yeah, how, how I see it. If I was just driving over by you at the middle, and I like got out of my car and looked around, I'm like, that's this looks like a scene from Collateral. Um sort of where like Drive it's like oh like yeah it, it looks like it but it's a little bit glossier and you are look like oh this is like sort of how I view how I wish you know how I view LA and you're right like it does look like that but then when you kind of look at collateral it's like no maybe this is like you know this is like Drive is like this is what those skyscrapers skyscrapers actually look like whereas collateral it's like this is what the back alleys actually look like
0: yeah yeah, no. That's I thought. I mean, obviously, picking having heat on the list, collateral comes to mind. Um, yeah. So follow up your collateral with Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: Okay, I was thinking about the Blade Runner movies, and I was like, they're quintessential LA movies, but never. But most of the movies I picked, it's like these, these actually make me think of what L.A. Correct. actually Which is. Which
0: is why it didn't make it on the list. And I, I know, like, I've seen Blade Runner 2049 more than I've seen Blade Runner. Love Blade Runner. But mm-hmm. every time I watch Blade Runner 2049, I'm like, it, it's a crime. Me and you watched that movie in our favorite movie theater at the ILTO 8. Uh, it was me, yeah. you, and two other people in a gigantic IMAX auditorium and talk about like that immersive experience of just what that movie sounds like and looks like. And, um, I mean, Gosling, come on. And that come on, come on. What are we doing here? So Blade Runner 2049. There you go. That was also one of those picks of like, let's try and be different. It technically is LA. It's LA in the future.
1: I mean, it's LA like fucking
0: like 25 years from now. You know what I mean?
1: It'll be. I mean, come on, come on. (laughs) I looked it up. I was like, let me look up a list. I was like, oh, and that kept popping up, and I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna leave it off mine just because it doesn't make me think of like LA right now. But yeah. It is a, so I got that. It's a okay. fantastic pick. Um, I'm not gonna speak too much on it, but like Babylon was another one that I, you know, I mentioned earlier when I was talking uh-huh. about the stuff. Uh Yeah. Just that there's 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 some sequences in that movie, which you haven't seen it. Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um it's on Paramount Plus now if you want to watch it. But there there are sequences have, where they're like trying to make movies. Okay, and it's I have like
0: to, I have your login, so I can Yeah, watch yeah, it. you're
1: you're like <laughs> Spongebob. It's your character. Uh um,
0: Spongebob. Spongebob. Yeah. Spongebob.
1: Yeah. Um there's there's these sequences that are just like exhilarating of them trying to, you know, get a shot in before the sun goes down and it's 1927 Los Angeles, or there's this scene, you know, where Margot Robbie first comes onto the scene and is acting and they're doing a scene. And it's like this, it's like so cool. And then once the sound comes in and then they have to totally change up how they do it, it's a lot more frustrating uh-huh. because they, she has to hit her mark and she has to be facing the right way. And it's so frustrating. And it's another just kinetic scene that's hilarious, but also just so fun and thrilling to watch. Um, yeah. And it's just, that's just, uh, just a movie that really, I was in theater and I was, and I saw that at the marquee when I was at home um, okay. for the holidays. And I, I left theater and I was, I was like, yeah, that that movie was made for me. Um, Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a fantastic choice. And it plays with a lot of the stuff that um, Sunset Boulevard plays with, with, Brad Pitt's mm-hmm. character, who is you know, was a famous silent star, but never really made the the transition um, into talkies. And it, there's a cool Gene Smart has a monologue to Brad Pitt in that movie that's just like kind of explains talks gets at what the movie's kind of saying in some regard. And I was just like, yeah, this rules.
0: Okay, so we got Babylon. So I'm going to follow up your Babylon with uh, what. with uh
1: I gotta do it the big Lebowski big Lebowski another thing when I saw the list I was like oh he's got to put that on like I, I, that was one of the, the ones where so like, oh my god there's already been like six that I've said Nick has to put on and then the yeah big so
0: the big Lebowski is that was I'd put the nice guys on because that's newer and 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 you know Lebowski we could talk about forever But Lebowski is such a quintessential, I think, L.A. movie in the way of, number one, the location of it. They're in the valley there. The bowling, that kind of laid-back, stoner vibe-type thing going on there. Um, Music is great in that movie. It's one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. Uh, I also think that what's ironic about it is, once again, it's there it's written like a detective movie, which is what I love about it is because it's so fucking funny, but you look at it and you're like, Oh no, they're trying to solve a crime. This entire movie is what happened. He fucking, they fucking peed on your fucking rug, dude. And they're trying to get the rug back. Like that's where it starts. And then they get wrapped into this whole kind of, this whole kind of uncovering who did what, where's the money, where's this. And, and, and um, to do that in the way that they did it. I mean, I know you have the private eye, just like you, Fino, my brother Seamus, like an Irish monk. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh the In and Out Burger over on Radford. Uh Julianne Moore is this fucking visual art, this, this, this painter, this artist, fucking uh Lupin is in it, as uh the video artist Knox Harrington. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers is in it. I mean, it's It's such a good, it's, it's, it's a stoner movie. It's a cult classic and it, it just, it's LA. It's the Valley. It's, it's, it's all there. So that's where, uh, I'll throw that on there. And then I, I mean, how many, how many more you got left on your list?
1: I got, I got one more. If you have one that connects closer to what you have, you can go ahead and say it. Uh,
0: no, I don't have one that, I don't have one that connects that close to that. So we'll see what you got.
1: Okay. One that I wanted to keep on there. It's not necessarily one of my favorite, uh, movies but i think it's it captures the side of la that we don't really see on film a lot and it's uh it's sean baker's tangerine
0: okay that
1: came up i haven't watched tangerine but you know how yeah. i feel
0: about how i feel about fucking sean baker's fucking the Florida yeah. project
1: oh yeah well florida project is like a masterpiece this is a an earlier work of his it's well, uh, shot on an iphone i believe that's the thing, it's shot on an iPhone, which also just kind of makes it just feel like, it's if I were to walk outside and film something on my phone. Okay. Which like I... is kind of just, like I said, there's no gloss, there's no filmmaking gloss to it. It, it just mm-hmm. looks like you're in Los Angeles. And I believe now there's like a donut shop that is like one of their like main hangouts, the two uh, main characters, um, which I believe is now a Trejo's Donuts in, in Hollywood, West Hollywood. Um, yeah, I'll just read the plot. It's Christmas yeah. Eve in Tinseltown, and Cindy is back on the block. Upon hearing that her pimp boyfriend hasn't been faithful during the 28 days she was locked up, the working girl and her best friend, Alexandra, embark on a mission to get to the bottom of the scandalous rumor. Their rip-roaring odyssey leads them through various subcultures of Los Angeles, including an Armenian family dealing with their own repercussions of infidelity. The land. The uh, land yeah the land movie starring it's katana kiki rodriguez and maya taylor who i believe are they're both both trans uh mm-hmm. but it's like it, but so it follows their story something that we just don't see all that much in hollywood uh not enough of correct um so that was like a refreshing movie uh and yeah the, the whole thing with the sh- being shot on the iphone had it adds like a sort of really cool quality that's sort of just like oh wow like i feel i when i drive through la that's really exactly what it looks like looks Whereas, like you know like once upon a time in hollywood you have the music playing you're watching it in, in your head this is what you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but not what you're actually this.
0: not what you're seeing with your eyes
1: right exactly
0: um so since that was your your last one you had uh mm-hmm. two that are kind of similar that i have left on this list because I, I have like four left here so i'm just going to go off them real quick right. um Speed, speed, yeah. Speed to L.A. movie to L.A. highway movie. It's about a bus and there's traffic. Um, it's ridiculous, but to th- I watched a bunch of L.A. movies before I moved out here. That was one of the things that we were doing, and so Speed was one of them I watched. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a bus. Can't go under fifty. What a premise. And but they drive around. They drive all over L.A. Works. yeah. And you know what I mean. And they're I think they're at like the section of the four hundred five. It's not finished yet. So you deal with all that. Um, tie, Kind of tying close with that, Terminator 2. Yeah. That's L.A. That's um, L.A. As Kate's dad said, I remember I watched that in the theater when it came out, and I walked out of there and I said, this is the future. That wasn't a movie. It's a documentary. So Terminator <laughs> 2 is on there. Um, and then I feel like I would be ashamed of myself if I did not mention films such as Pulp Fiction. Mhm. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm now thinking of it now. Memento is LA also, isn't it?
1: Is it it is um I don't know exactly where it is. It's I don't know if it's LA proper, but I mean I picked Nope for mine, so I think it's like clo- it's like close. So I think that does that would count. I don't have
0: it written down, but it just came up in uh it's, in my yeah, it brain
1: like over, I think it's over and yeah it's like Burbank yeah that's what will say like yeah yeah and it's then why yeah, so that, that counts
0: okay so I think that's something there that that could have been mentioned and then um I already gave him one nod on the list but I I I, I want to mention punch drunk love as yeah. well
1: another one I saw that I was like oh he has to pick this right you, get- and
0: that was the thing is I picked Magnolia instead of Punch Drunk Love. And when we came to the draft, if you would have picked either one, I would have had the other one there. So it kind of worked out. Exactly. Um, um, but that's the that same kind of thing is that that um I think it's kind of funny that like you got to a point with a lot of yours where you pick things that involve like movies a lot. And I know with some of the ones I have listed, like minor fucking all detectives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in all in all John C. Riley's a cop, John McLean's a cop. L.A. Confidential there. Guy Pierce is a cop. Chinatown J.J. Giddies is a investigator, but there's cops involved there. The nice guys, there are private investigators that used to be cops. Like, you know, it's all um, uh, those kind of things there where Punch Drunk Love is, he's just a guy that wants to use the coupons for free air miles and gets wrapped up in this. Love story. He's depressed. The movie is depressing, I think, at a lot of it, but I also think that, um, I think it's still my favorite Adam Sandler performance. Mm. Um, and that's not to discredit anything like Uncut on, on Jams or, uh, the Meyer Witch stories, any of those things, but I just think that he's really good at being that, like, quiet, misunderstood middle-aged guy kind of going through a crisis that then finds that spark that kind of makes it all worth it. And there's little details in that movie, like when he's in Hawaii and he's waiting for a phone call. And when the phone rings and he picks it up, the little light on top turns on. Uh, it has that whole weird scene with the piano in the beginning of it. So it has all those touches of Paul Thomas Anderson. It's the movie he did after Magnolia. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I I you know that that
1: was that was also on the list there. Um, um to can I to say something on something I heard recently I believe on a on a podcast. Uh-huh. Um that I was I th- I found fascinating. Um is Bill Nighy. Mhm. Uh as this year Academy Academy nominated actor. Um Okay. He He loves Punch Drunk Love. I think he first saw it, didn't really have any familiarity with who Adam Sandler was. You know, he's a British actor. Yeah. Um, And he, like... He, like, is obsessed with that Adam Sandler performance. He's like, that's the greatest performance I've ever seen. And... And like, he, like, it's, yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to find like a direct quote. I forget what I heard, but like this one on, on Reddit, it's a quote. It's from a YouTube video. It says, Bill he quote unquote, doesn't like any film more than Punch Drunk Love. Um, It's a movie I think he goes back and watches a lot. But yeah, like he, the whole thing of like, he watched what Adam Sandler did in that movie. And like, that's like the best acting he's ever seen. Had no, yeah, no preconceived notion of who Adam Sandler was as a performer. Just saw that, that movie, makes, and, and that's what he thought. Um, that makes it even crazier. That's what's so cool, yeah. I mean, so so real quick,
0: real quick. You see my screen here?
1: It's loading. All right. Another one, uh, Todd Field, director of TAR. Adam Sandler's work in Punch Drunk Love is one of the great screen performances of all time.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead. I'm going to have to agree. I'm just trying to check on the stream. If it, like, see how, see how this, how this works. Is it
1: playing for you? It's gl- It's slow, but it's.
0: I'm going to say if, let me see if I can turn it down from the old 1080 to a little 720 action.
1: It's still uh, a little so, bit. I'm not It's here. so choppy. Yeah, and I'm not hearing anything. That's the worst. All right.
0: Well, look, we ran into a little, we ran into enough technical difficulties tonight. We don't have to run into anymore. Yeah, there's something about it that that's one of those ones that the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh, my God, he's so locked into this character. This, Mm -hmm. like, angry, in a way, trauma from being younger, the whole shit with his sisters, and he just doesn't know where to put it. And then he meets this woman and it's totally changes. And I think once again, there's kind of the same thing with Magnolia. The score of it is, it it, it just knocks it out of the park. And it's funny because I'd never known that about Todd Fields or Bill He looking at that performance in there. I'm just always like, that's that's the one for me. Like that's the... Like oh Adam oh Adam Sandler can act in this I'm like yeah I know he can act in anything because I've seen him in Punch Drunk Love like yeah. I didn't need I didn't need the Meyerowitz stories or I didn't need Uncut Gems and apparently his new what's the new one called Hustle Hustle which I haven't seen or apparently he's great in that yeah, he's good like, yeah, yeah. He's, he
1: got a SAG nomination
0: and that's the thing where I'm like I don't need I got it all I know that from yeah, 1999 yeah. or whatever of his performance in that movie and I think it's I think is wonderful yeah but I do think I think we're coming to an end here Mm -hmm. I think that going forward uh when we do episodes like this maybe four hours is not the right time to record I think we keep it we're at an hour 45 right now we covered we're in LA we covered we're relaunching. We've covered what's new in our lives. And we've both covered our five favorite L.A. movies, draft style. Um,
1: I think it's Again, a great list. Yeah, disclosure, there's no way to make a perfect list. You're going to hate no. this list. You're going to love this list. Uh, like, we left heat off of it. So it's not a it's by no means a quintessential list. No, it's just that reasons. what we
0: were going back for, we, you know, we we also did that dumb thing where it's I don't want to just make a perfect list. I want to add a couple things in there that are like, you know, a little different or yeah. take a shot with it. Um But I'm excited, man. We're doing podcasts again. And we're back. We are back. Yeah. I guess you could say I'm back yeah. John wick in parentheses cue the banter. Michael yeah, Scott, Wayne Versus style. You know
1: what I mean? Poster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we're back. We have no plan on what, what's happening next. So see in like, no, eight months. no, no, we'll we have the, o- the Oscars, no, no. the Oscars are coming up. So we'll have to do some Oscar talk. Um, once you hopefully catch up and watch all the other movies, um, and then, if we have time, I think I it would be cool. Something I think would be fun to do. Um, and I love whenever we, <laughs> whenever we don't record for a long time, then we come back. We just like literally have a business meeting at the end of the episode. Um, something we've done before, but I would like to bring back as like a part of like oh, okay, gearing up for the Oscars. We'll do an episode where we do where we re. We reselect
0: a year. We reselect. We go back. We pick a year. We reselect
1: it. So, like we did 2014 before. I think since Mm -hmm. we're coming up on the 2020, uh, the 2022 Oscars or the 2023 Oscars, we'll go back to the year ten years before, and we'll redraft 2012's year, or you know, the 2013 Oscars, and we can reselect that. And, and as you know, we can just talk about what's coming up, our predictions for the ceremony and stuff like that. And, um, TBD, uh, potential live stream. Uh, I do know uh, of the in person. Oh, in
0: yeah, person. yeah. If, 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 if we can.
1: Um, yeah,
0: we will. Uh, sorry. I was trying to say we may we do some, some IRL, some in real life streaming. We'll figure mm-hmm. out what we need to do that and everything. Um, but the Oscars are coming up. I do know an episode that's been on the fucking back burner forever um, that we're gonna have. We're gonna do. Uh, we we gotta do it. It's an important uh, cinematic film. Uh made on a very low budget. Still talked about sometimes to this day. Um, and that movie is Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, we owe our buddy Steve, an episode.
1: Yeah. yeah, so, Part of the, uh, the quarantine, the quarantine, the banter the series. The quarantine, the
0: banter. I mean, we've had to, aban- we abandoned some of that because quarantine stopped way too early. Yeah. Um, we abandoned our last series pretty much. Yeah. Right. You know, um, but the only place to go from here is up. Yeah. So, I'm going to go uh, ahead. Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and then and, and something else that we'll do in the future is another draft-style episode where we'll, you know, we'll pick. Fuck yeah, draft next, shit rules. Yeah, so we'll draft five movies for the other person to watch, to add to their queue, and then we'll just have a bunch of episodes lined up that way after doing one of those episodes.
0: That's it. And, and and you know, we're out here. We're on the same time zone. I, 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 I stream every night just about so just either what we'll do instead of streaming fucking games that night i'll hop on with you and we'll do a stream we'll go over it i mean we have everything we don't have to release every stream as a podcast um but we might as well so why not right why not so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna say it was a pleasure being here it'll be a pleasure talking to you in the very near future I'm excited for the things that we have uh, coming our way. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and let you sign off with our Mm -hmm. catchphrase. This Mm -hmm. has been Q the banter.
1: Uh, Banter responsibly.
0: (laughs) Keep adding things to your your queue.
1: And let the banter ensue. Amen. Damn.